foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. I'm going to start us out today, Janie, in Proverbs 18.24. It says, A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Now, this verse is so very true. It's hard to be friends with somebody who is unfriendly. But on the other hand, when we are friendly, we also find ourselves getting hurt, possibly stabbed in the back, so to speak. And that can skew our perspective of what a friendship is. So today, let's put some structure on the language of friendship. One of the words in a language of friendship is, what is the motive of the friendship? Okay. And you mentioned something about sometimes we are a little cautious of friendships because Mm -hmm. of hurts. Right. But then I would like to introduce another word that goes into the language of friendship, and that is the word draws. Draws? Draws. D-R-A-W-S. Okay. So a quick example. You meet someone... And you have a decision right then and there. Am I going to be vulnerable in getting to know them? Oh, yes. Am I going to draw them into a relationship with me? Or am I just going to use some caution on do I want to pursue this relationship or not? Right. Jesus Christ always wants to draw so that the relationship can develop. Okay. And so now we need to look at, do I want to draw this person or do I just want to check this person out? Oh, okay. Because a lot of times that's what we do. We're very cautious. And then the Lord gives us a word of exhortation. He says, except you become as a little child. You can miss your object. Now, have you ever noticed a little child that always wants to be friends, wants to tell you about their latest little teddy bear they've got in their hands, Uh or wants you to go play? Let's go play, or Mm -hmm. or see my new dress. Okay. All right, but they want to be friends. Mm -hmm. Their fears have not developed yet. That's very good. That's a good point. Now, some of them are sometimes a little bashful, and that can have to do with temperament. Not everybody is born an extrovert. Right. Thank God. (laughs) Well, and I find that what happens sometimes is it causes us in those fears to recluse and we become lonely. And we're, we're too scared to develop friendships because we've been hurt so many times. So we we withdraw into ourselves. And Sharon, along with that line, Many have never been given the example Mm -hmm. of how true friendship functions. Right. 
So what are some of the qualities that we could look for that make up a friendship? Well, I tell you what, can I use your friendship and my friendship? Well, uh, sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you what you are to me. Okay. You're loyal and you're faithful. You sometimes see me not at my best and you don't cancel the show. <laughs> And you have confidence in our friendship that we have a purpose that runs deeper than just getting together whatever days we are for showing up to do a show. Mm -hmm. Our friendship extends outside a limited calling. Right. You know things about my family where I need help. I know things about your family. Right. There's a deeper bond that holds us together through the disagreements, through the things that we don't see eye to eye about. And those things aren't important just because we don't see eye to eye or just because one of us have a bad day or something like that. That's not as important as the bond of the friendship. And as our friendship has deepened, there has been things that were deep within us that we needed to bring to the surface. And so there's been times when we've looked at each other and we've said, I've never told anybody else this. <laughs> right. And then with tears in our eyes, we've been able to be vulnerable of where we've had a weakness, mm -hmm. but it needed to come to the surface and be verbalized so that it could be dealt with and put away. Right. Because we know of the forgiveness that Jesus Christ has given to all. But at the heart of our friendship is Christ. Absolutely. And I think that that is the, probably the most important in any relationship for a marriage for a, a brother-sister, for a friend, for any relationship, if the heart of that relationship is Christ, then the rest of it doesn't matter. Well, when you first came to me about doing radio, you really didn't know that much about me, but you had heard me speak. Uh -huh. And so we had a bonding because of Jesus Christ before we really got to know our personalities. A drawing. Yes. <laughs> and that's really good because if you had known my personality first, we might never have become friends. Yeah. And vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Sharon, let's sum it up. Faithful, loyal, we look out for what's best for each other. We're willing to sacrifice, right. and not with mourning and complaining, but realizing that it's a God-given opportunity to show the deep caring and love that we have for one another because of being like-minded because of Jesus Christ. Well, and I will say also that with Christ in the center, when those things come up that are difficult you know, we, we have difficulties because we are different in personality. We're different in uh, I, ideas sometimes. Seasons of life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so with Christ in the center, the goal is always to pray for each other. And I think that's what makes a friendship bond. The other thing is the language of the very word friend itself has different meanings. Do you realize that the Lord 
spoke of Lazarus as being his friend that he went and had great fellowship with. Right. Him and Mary and Martha. Martha. Mm -hmm. He did have to get on Martha's case a little bit. (laughs) But that's what friends do. But that's what friends do. I mean, we have to get on each other's case if we're going to keep both of us centered in Christ. And if anybody wants to check that out, just run over to Galatians 6, 1 and 2. But we won't do that now. Well, we have Proverbs 27, 9 as well. And that says, Ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. And I tell you what, being around a true friend, you can simply walk up and be in their presence. And it's better than Alka-Seltzer. It is relief and relaxation that supersedes the negative that might be surrounding you. Well, when you have a friend that, that you are close to and that you can bond with, Janie, then there's a... A comfort in being yourself. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to try to meet any expectation. You're both focused on Christ. And you think about that in a marriage as well, um, that you're both focused on Christ. You can be yourself. There's no pretending. But Sharon, there is another word for friend. And Jesus called Judas the betrayer his friend in Matthew. Okay. But it's a different word in the original language, and it really means comrade. Okay. So Judas was a comrade with Jesus. He fellowshiped. He ran with the gang. He was a part of the 12, but he was never really a true friend to Jesus. Well, and we have those today. We call them friends, but they're really just acquaintances. And they are not there for our best good or for the family's best good and making Jesus always glorified Mm -hmm. as being the final authority. And sometimes those acquaintances that we think are friends, they're the ones that really fail us and backstab and disappoint and cause us to recluse. So we have to be careful in choosing our friends. Have you ever stopped to think about that our friendship is one of the greatest luxuries that we have in life? Jesus thought so because it cost him everything. And so now he says, if any person will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. You are my friends. If you do whatsoever, I commend you. Mm -hmm. And taking up that cross and denying self in the way we show it to others will have to go to every person that we come in contact with. There may be different examples of how we demonstrate that. But the bottom line is, are we denying self in every time we encounter another person or in the way we use our time in discipline on behalf of others in prayer. And in time, we learn that there is no genuine friendship without some sort of sacrifice as the object of our love is to serve, not to just gain for ourselves. And in time, we will be able to say, Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, 
but Christ that lives in me. Right, so true. And that's why mentoring matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.